I'm Father Rob Lord, and you're listening to From Silence, Something to Say. This is episode number nine. This is a podcast about finding the wisdom to lead a more flourishing life. It was over 18 centuries ago that St. Irenaeus penned this provocative sentence. The glory of God is a human being who is fully alive. Whatever else these words may mean, his insight is all about aliveness. Coming alive to the intimacy between God and each one of us. Entering into a life of flourishing friendship, transformation, discipleship, apprenticeship, learning from Jesus how to lead our lives in the kingdom of God. Parker Palmer said that almost everyone lives the divided life where we are out of touch with our soul, that life-giving core of the human self with its hunger for truth and justice, love and forgiveness that has the power to guide our lives. He's speaking about living with integrity, living divided no more. We're doing a four-part podcast series on this issue of integrity, and the last time we looked at living with integrity with God. Today, I want to look at the theme of integrity with ourselves, keeping our soul. Integrity is all about the soul. Listen to this quote from Dallas Willard. What is running your life at any given moment is your soul. Not external circumstances, not your thoughts, not your intentions, not even your feelings, but your soul. The soul is that aspect of your whole being that correlates, integrates, and enlivens everything going on in the various dimensions of the self. The soul is the life center of human beings. Or to put it another way, he says it like this, our soul is like an inner stream of water which gives strength, direction, and harmony to every other element of our life. When that stream is as it should be, we are constantly refreshed and exuberant in all that we do, because our soul itself is then profusely rooted in the vastness of God and His kingdom, including nature, and all else within us is enlivened and directed by that stream. Those are profound words, but oh, so filled with the truth and with wisdom. The fact is we are the keeper of our souls. Integrity with ourselves really is about caring for the soul. And so often soul neglect is the norm. It's the default position. We take over the sense of who we are and try to live out of our own human resources, not recognizing the fact that God intended us to live from the soul, from the heart. That's the biblical record. It's the biblical understanding of human nature. This assumption about human existence is found in the biblical sources everywhere. Proverbs 4, verse 23 says this, Keep your heart, the source and center of life, with all vigilance, for out of it comes your life. And as Parker Palmer puts it, the divided life is a wounded life, and the soul keeps calling us to heal the wound. The poet Rumi said it with ruthless candor 800 years ago, If you are here unfaithfully with us, you're causing terrible damage. 
So it seems to me that the first step in developing more integrity with yourself is to recognize that you have a soul. You have a soul and a body, and the soul is essential. It's that entity within you that integrates all the components of your life into one life. In other words, it's your soul that connects all that is within me, as the psalmist says, and it cries out for integration and wholeness, for oneness, for harmony. This can only happen when your soul, your whole life, is connected with God. That's integrity. I found this to be true about my own life. The, the soul, my soul, is both the most fragile and the most resilient thing about me. And when my soul is healthy, it, it holds me together, even though my world may be falling apart. It is a choice we have to make because sometimes the demands of everyday life just keep us from tending to the inner life. And then sometimes we severely undervalue the importance of the inner life. But the rock-solid truth is this. Our soul's health drives everything that matters to us. It's so foundational to who you are. And in the end, everything about your life, your personhood, is in some way a function of your soul. The health of your soul matters. Remember how Jesus said, Matthew 16, 26, And what do you benefit if you gain the whole world but lose your own soul is anything worth more than your soul. So in the remaining moments of this podcast, I want to suggest to you that there are practices, training practices for us to deepen the awareness of our soul and the health of our soul. And two practices which have had such significance for me are the disciplines of solitude and the disciplines of gratitude. Let me start with solitude. The first and most basic thing we can do is to keep God before our minds. David knew this secret when he said, I have set the Lord continually before me. Because he is at my right hand, I will not be shaken. Therefore, my heart is glad and my glory rejoices. My flesh also will dwell securely. That's Psalm 16 verse 8. And it's a fundamental secret of caring for the soul. It's practicing the presence of God to direct and redirect our minds constantly to him. This is one of the things that's so wonderful about our relationship with God, is that you can lie in bed as you wake up in the morning and say, God is here. It, it can begin with the Lord's Prayer, Our Father who is in heaven. This invocation of this wonderful reality of the presence of God with you already as you have been asleep and now as you rise. So at this basic level of practicing God's presence, we need solitude and silence, and we practice these by finding ways to be alone, away from all the distractions of life, talk, noise, business, relationships, and we just stop and do nothing. We learn to smell the roses, in other words. It's drawing aside for lengthy periods of time uh, to rid ourselves of the corrosion of our soul that accrues from all the interaction that happens in life, the, the world around us. And it's in this place of quiet communion that we begin to hear and know and experience the reality of our inner life and of our soul. Psalm 46, verse 10, 
be still and know that I am God. Cease striving and know that I am God. That's the immediate benefit of solitude, finding time to be apart and away from all the enmeshment of your life. It's only when you are there alone that you can gently understand the reality of your soul. A response to giving attention to keeping our soul or soul care is, is often, I, I just don't have the time. I don't have time for lengthy periods of solitude and silence. I have too much to do. But the truth is, you don't have time not to practice solitude and silence. It's a time that is so profitable when you use it to heighten the quality of your experience of the belovedness that is yours in God and the strength of your soul. The fact is, God never gives anyone too much to do. We do that to ourselves or allow others to do it to us. So the reality is, is that it's our responsibility. We are the keepers of our soul. Nobody else will do that for us. And as I'm trying to say, and from my own painful experience, I know that without solitude, I lose a sense of soul. And that is a very dangerous place to be. But when I take time to be with God, practice his presence, be alone with God, my joy is full and my cup is running over. And my outer life becomes much more unified and connected. I'm living with a greater sense of integrity. I'm living from the inside out. And finally, the second practice that makes such a difference for me is the discipline of gratitude. There's something about the experience of gratitude that is enormously powerful spiritually. I think it's because the soul by its basic nature is a very needy thing. The soul was made to need God. So when you experience life as a gift and you are able to give thanks to God for that, it makes a huge difference for the soul. The Hebrew term for gratitude is hikarat hatov, which means literally recognizing the good. That's what sustains your soul. That's what lifts you beyond yourself and into God's presence. And so finding those things which are good, being a researcher of the good as you go through your day and pausing to give thanks to God, to offer gratitude in your heart to God for those things which he brings that bring blessing to you is one of the most powerful ways to nurture the strength of your soul. So let me conclude by saying this. The soul is what is running your life. It was meant by God to be that reality which integrates you, which brings integrity to every dimension, every component of your life. As Jesus said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength. Every dimension, your bodily life, your relationship life, your thinking life, your feeling life, your willing, your decisions, your choices, all that you are. So let me close with the words of Dallas Willard. Our soul is like a stream of water, which gives strength, direction, and harmony to every other area of our life. When that stream is as it should be, we are constantly refreshed and exuberant in all we do, because our soul itself is then profusely rooted in the vastness of God and his kingdom, including nature, and all else within us is enlivened and directed by that stream. 
Well, this concludes our podcast for today. I hope you've learned some more about living with integrity, with yourself, keeping your soul. It's so essential to the life of flourishing. Next time, I'll be looking at living in integrity with your marriage and singleness. So, dear friends, it's been wonderful to be with you, and I'm so grateful that you're listening. And now may God's blessing be upon you in the name of the Restful Father, in the name of the Calming Son, in the name of the Peaceful Spirit, in the name of the Three-in-One.